Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yumi is pawing at the screen window mm-hmm. and down here in the studio, which Sean called the stew. Stew. <laughs> head down to the stew. Russell stew once a month. Look at you. Oh, goodness gracious. What a creature. We could podcast several times a week. Or Sean could wrestle stew <laughs> once a month. <laughs> Bye, Yums. Hope you find your dad. Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed, call Andy and Kelly. For your business paper needs or Dundermill. Then the people purchase paper, people Dundermill. Then the people purchase paper, people Dundermill. Then the people purchase paper, people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host, and I kidnapped Rudolph, and I'm going to kill him, <laughs> unless I get peace on Earth by Christmas. I'm Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin James, Santa Claus. And with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. This was a successful unveiling. <laughs> I didn't have a new drop for this, because we <laughs> spent the day together and then we watched the episode. And- yeah. But I think that was a pretty successful unveiling of <laughs> yeah, a drop for of this the episode. episode right? yeah. uh, every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. This week we're talking about the episode Secret Santa from Season 6. Season 6. Secret, Secret Santa, Santa with Season 6. Edwin Janes in flesh and bone. Yep. I'm back, blood. baby. I we're can here. touch him. We're in the stew. We're down in, in Sean's <laughs> stew, which is a room in his basement. They uh, tried to keep me away, but I told them no. I he's had back. to be here. He's back. On Christmas Day. We we had some tacos and burritos mm. before this. We hung out. We hung out last night. We hung out today. And we're hanging out two more times. We're hanging out all week Before long. we ship Edwin back overseas. That's true. Making content. Our agent on the ground in Europe. <laughs> Hamalema ding dong. Making uh, content. Yeah. Uh, after we talk about Secret Santa, we'll head to the conference room where we have a surprise from our super tot, Kayla Higgins. Oh, whoa. who runs our uh, this. runs our Discord. Oh, this and is news to me. That's right. It's a surprise. Yeah. It was <laughs> a surprise. <laughs> I just thought it would be ice cream sandwiches. It, it yeah. is a surprise for me too. So we'll uh, we'll find out what it is. Stick around, and then um, oh, okay. Uh, before we get into Are you all calling that, me wrong. <laughs> 
Before we get into all that, uh, Alex, do we have any housekeeping to start off with? Nope. <laughs> no, we. Uh, great gift idea. I'll just say, you know, say, hey, get me a membership to the Tots. Get me in the Tot Ooh. classroom. I want to be there. Join the Discord. Yeah. Get involved. Make some friends. I didn't know what Discord was before we had one. And I am so excited to know about it. It's really fun. <laughs> Still working on get, logging in, getting Still on there. figuring it out. I've seen Sean post twice, three times in sure. there. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great time. Um, and, and our store, of course, is open. Never closes. Open 24-7. store.com. Coming Christmas 2002. Yeah. Nope. It's not. It's open. <laughs> Available for purchase. There's mugs. I saw. I was here at Sean's house. He had a beautiful... Michael Scott podcast mug. My other mug. one over there. There's your other one. I, are, I have mine. These mugs are different. They have a pop of color on the inside. A yeah. little more zing and pep. A little more zing. A little more pep. Little pop of color, mama color. We took the store offline. <laughs> we took the store offline for about a year and a half, and we came back, and our big idea was: how about a little more zing? <laughs> how about a little more a little zing? More pep. A little more pep. Mm-hmm. So we little dollop of color in there. Uh, yeah, buy yourself some nifty gifties. It's, it's the time of year, and uh, that's all I got to say. Treat yourself. And that's all I got to say about that. Uh, our Patreon, patreon.com slash Michael Scott. If you like the show, it's yeah. a great way to support us. Oh, and if you're listening to this, I, I, our new show would have come out. Probably. Captive exactly. Audience. I think we're putting the pilot episode in the feed of this show, but Captive Audience has its own feed. So either follow Bam. the link in the description of that episode or or search for it in your whatever preferred podcast provider you patronize. Yeah. this uh, for, our, for our pilot episode, we're talking about love and... Actually, oh, yeah, little Christmas. We, wa- <laughs> we watched Love Actually, and we got into it for almost two hours. We have talked about uh, Captive Audience a few different times on this show, but just in, uh, in case yeah, this is your first yeah. episode, Captive Audience, if you want to check that out as well, is a new podcast we're launching where we're going to be reacting to different TV and film from uh, from the past, from today. Um, but we're going to be bringing different movies to the table each time, with the idea kind of being maybe that one of us hasn't seen it. We're going to be able to react in real time yes. to watching one of these classic movies for the very first time. So I had never seen Love Actually, um, mm-hmm. and uh, it was very <laughs> a fun experience to watch it and then talk about it with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole podcast is based around the idea of when you, you talk to a friend or someone be like, oh, have you seen this? No. You haven't seen this? Yeah. The podcast is that moment where it's like, you know, what if you could write then in that moment, sit them down and make them watch that movie? Uh, that's, that's what we're doing here. And then you cut to that moment at the end where you say, so what did you think? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, it's okay. <laughs> like, damn, dang it. Mm-hmm. Damn it, Phyllis. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, keep an ear out for Captive Audience. Um, check it out on the uh, on the Captive Audience feed. Spread the, the word. Yeah, for sure. Recommend some movies, you know, we of stuff we haven't seen. And we're, we're going to try and get guests as well. Many more guests than you get on this show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let it, let, we're going we're gonna to be in your feeds in, the, in 2024. Catch us in your feeds. Um, well, for today uh, on MSPC here, we're talking about Secret Santa from season yeah. six, episode 13. It aired on December 10th in 2009. It was written by Mindy Kaling and directed uh, by Randall Einhorn, Heard of it? the uh, director of photography for many seasons. Um, Edwin, why are we talking about Secret Santa today of all days? Thank you, Sean. I'm so glad you asked. Well, tis the season mm. for mm. Christmas episodes, for office Christmas episodes, uh, for tapping back into the specific type of episode within the office. We did our Christmas draft last week, so we can kind of talk about 
all the different Christmas episodes that make up The Office. But for this week, we wanted to zero in on one that we hadn't done a single episode profile of. So mm-hmm. we sat down together. We watched the extended cut. And uh, this is just such a great Christmas episode. I love where it sits in season six. And the super fan cut added a lot of extra detail info, some really funny moments to it. So excited to unpack that with you you guys. Yeah, we just last week, we did our Christmas draft, if you listen to that. And um, I took a couple of things that were from this episode. I had had two Santas making out. I had a (laughs) successful tree unveiling. Um, Dwight is wearing his uh, his uh, iconic uh, elf ears and hat in this. As we said too, the 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 camera always tries to frame him so you get the whole yeah. hat. Uh, yeah, it's it's. I I didn't realize how much I loved this Christmas episode. Yeah, going like it's not since season two. I think has there been such a pure Christmas episode? It yeah, feels like because the other ones like you know uh, Benny Hanna Christmas. You, you leave the office for a bit Moroccan Christmas just different vibe in general it becomes an intervention episode about Meredith it's a little different and then of course classy Christmas is is so much more about the drama between Michael and Holly Mm -hmm. rather than Christmas itself even though there's still some good moments in there this one this this felt like a return to form for the Christmas episode it 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 stays in the office the storylines are 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 very well thought out, even though they're pretty basic, which is like, that's the best office there is when it's simple, but really well done. Uh, yeah. I mean, for your office bingo card, it's it's a, you know, Michael ruins the party. Uh, Calls you know, shot David Wallace himself. says that, you know, mm-hmm. they might be getting shut down. I mean, I feel like those are very classic themes. Michael throws a hissy fit. Mm-hmm. There's something really nice about also Dwight suspending his diabolical plot uh, to take down Jim. <laughs> It, it is yeah, a nice a little Christmas pause, yeah. <laughs> and it does feel like it's this very self-contained sort of episode. And one thing that the the normal sort of inline main uh, cut of the episode does is it introduces the bankruptcy, bankruptcy thing a little bit later in the episode. In mm-hmm. this one, um, it turns out that Jim addresses it really early on in the super fan cut. So it's a little more of an overhead thing for this episode. But I almost prefer it. I don't know which one I prefer. Yeah. Um, because mm. there is something really nice about putting everything aside and just having a Christmas episode within the office. Uh, right. Yeah. And this episode comes in a season uh, where this threat of everyone losing their jobs has been hanging over their heads for a while. I mean, what murder is only one or two episodes before this That's one. That's right, yeah. I mean, it's the exact same thing going on, which is Michael's creating a distraction all day. Right. Um, and this Christmas party is, you know, what Jim says in the super fan cut is like, I'm actually trying. Because people need, mm-hmm. I think people, I, he's, and we see him one, you know, one-on-one with everybody in his office. Right. Uh, great shot of Kelly just like turning around and showing her something on like her sleeve <laughs> and like, and, and Jim's just checked out. But like, it's just a good, like Jim's really trying to make this party good. Yeah. You know, I want the employees to feel taken care of and like everything's okay, even though he knows it's not. And that, that comes to, comes to fruition later. It's always funny too that like Jim Jim says like you know I'm really putting in the effort here but of course then he did not seem to, to he did not plan accordingly for Michael. Well, he, <laughs> he didn't tell Michael what was going on. He didn't on, tell him what was going on. My, Jim knows Michael. He can Once do again. more damage in the dark. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, I did I did like seeing that Jim asked everyone for suggestions and to be creative and they ended up not being very creative but it was <laughs> You know, karaoke and food and and decorations and decorations. But uh, I thought it was interesting that so much of this episode, when you watch it, things are just kind of presented to you and you accept it. So there's karaoke. Sure. Why not? They don't they they didn't uh, tease it or set it up before, but they're there. Warehouse guys. They're there. 
like these things, uh, it's interesting that the things that are cut out are things that set up this info versus just having it appear on screen and we yeah. accept it as viewers. Right. I, th- I think like, you know, knowing that that little bit with Jim explaining all this is cut, I mean, it, you really didn't need it, right? Because, yeah, it, like you said, it's like all the karaoke and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But I really did enjoy the explanation for why the warehouse people are in. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> that was a scene that. that I was a little bit, you know, uh, disappointed was cut from the original episode. It's really, it's really good. I mean, <laughs> I mean, basically, it's it's Michael going down to the warehouse dressed as Jesus, making it <laughs> basically a sermon on the mount from the top, from the top of the stairs with his arms out. Yeah, and- like <laughs> like he's looking over Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. <laughs> Like he's the lion, Michael the Redeemer. Yeah, uh, but I do love the, uh, the Daryl. As soon as Michael starts this, Daryl just shouts, "I need everybody to stop what they're doing and listen to this and watch." <laughs> he knows it's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean it's that little bit of that magical ability that Daryl has to just kind of uh, keep Michael going and encourage him to just do more of what he's already going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's this, something about yes. Daryl's endorsement that Michael just loves to have. And yes. so when Daryl gives him like, yeah. go ahead, Mike, like there's he's kind of a special. judo. He's like a judo master yeah. where he uses Michael's own weight and force against him where he's just like, I'm going to wait and see what you do. And then I'm going to react. And I'm going to flip you over. Like, it's so easy for Daryl. He's been doing this for so long. Ah, going to flip you. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let's, uh, well, okay. Starting from the beginning of this episode, a great cold open. We already talked a little Mm -hmm. bit about the successful tree unveiling. Um, I mean, of course, at this point in the show, we've got like a, a, a very mouthy ensemble, uh, really giving it to Jim and Dwight, but, uh, but nice to see Jim and Dwight together, uh, doing some party planning, um, as, as they kind of occasionally do. Yeah. We get to see Dwight kind of unleashed a little bit he does the he does the attention everyone too loud too loud and then we also get uh starting from 30 for his christmas countdown um there's something really funny about dwight being allowed to plan parties and and what it looks like especially when jim is the one giving him that that i guess in, he's the daryl in this instance like yeah giving dwight the encouragement and pushing him along but also kind of correcting him as things go yeah yeah i mean jim is like seems to earnestly be into this you know they came up with this idea that they're all going to decorate the tree together um which they seem to be you know really proud of that idea of course they just get roasted by everybody um for covering the tree in a diaper quote unquote (laughs) yeah like stanley is like you expect us to applaud you for wrapping a tree in a diaper (laughs) it is always funny too when uh when michael is up there giving announcements it always kind of feels like they have to just react to michael but the reality is when who matt no matter who it is that's making announcements whether it's uh michael or jim and dwight or just jim or andy later on the 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 bullpen is always there to kind of roast and throw in these jokes in these moments even when uh Holly is giving a presentation and she says, can anyone think of these over the time, over the line time wasters? And Stanley says, this meeting. And Andy goes, ayo. And Michael turns to, you can't set him up like that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of announcements, uh, right after the intro, we get uh, Aaron (laughs) getting up and saying, Mm -hmm. you know, that she's not sure she's allowed to make announcements yet. Um uh, and and thankfully nobody roasts her because uh, her announcement is is uh, kind of harrowing <laughs> that that she has been 
um, kind of being harassed by somebody secretly sending her all yes. the birds from the Twelve Days of Christmas. Yep, mm-hmm. she's got the she's got the little suture strips with the scratches on her that face. That scar is wild. The and double scratch, yeah, it's like with from the above the eye just down across. through the cheek. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. She did say that her cat killed the turtle dove. I would in- be interested to learn more about Aaron's cat. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. She doesn't talk about the cat very mm-hmm. much. I mean, I, I want to know about all the cats. <laughs> Who else has got the cats? It would be funny if like that became something that endeared Aaron to Angela, that she found out that Aaron had a cat, oh, and yeah. suddenly they could bond. They could have bonded over yeah. that. That would have been Ooh, nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. wow. Aaron, Angela, that's just a pairing. That's ne- <laughs> I don't think they ever interact. Mm-hmm. Very little. Yeah. I mentioned this in our Christmas draft episode, but there's a moment where Andy is trying to corral all the birds, and he says, bow tie time. And it makes <laughs> yeah. me laugh every time I see it. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Bow tie time. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. He's chasing them around yeah, the lobby. Yeah. I, I, so I only recently learned this. Uh, I didn't. And he went to Cornell. <laughs> I feel really dumb, but like the in the twelve days of Christmas, it's all birds except for the drummers. Yeah, wait, I didn't I, even know that. Wait, I said that last week. Didn't you did. I? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You taught me. This. Yeah, the golden like the golden rings and and all those I are didn't birds. Even know. Yeah, I know. I didn't even know. Are the drummers drumming? Uh, birds. Well, Don't mean to derail us too much. It depends. <laughs> okay, it depends on what era of the song you're talking about and from what lineage. Because oh, there's boy. a lot of. I was reading all. Let's about get this. into this. Because <laughs> in this one it says nine drummers drumming in one version, oh. so it's different. Uh, and before that, you have eight maids of milking, which is supposed to maids. Are, they're supposed to be magpies. Mm-hmm. I forgot that I, I took the twelve drummers drumming too. Everything I picked was from this episode. Mm-hmm. That's you did. Whoops! I know. Is yeah. there a version of the song where there's two Santas making out? Yes, yes. There's okay. uh, fourteen Santas making out <laughs> yeah. if, if you extend it. <laughs> Santas. <laughs> yeah. Getting a room. Originally, it wasn't ten lords a leaping, but ten pipers piping. <laughs> so I think that's about sandpipers Great Well, We're apparently sexually aggressive uh, And then 11 ladies <laughs> dancing Lady, Yeah, that's we'll, another type We'll have of more on this mm-hmm. later for Anyway sure. <laughs> uh, The real version of Captive Audience is you listening to this While Alex tells you about birds in this Yeah, song. listen to me read an article about birds And act like I know what I'm talking about it's Pretty cool <laughs> Uh, I figure we could probably just like this. This part of the episode is pretty small. This that we're continuing the love story with uh, Andy and yes. Aaron. Um, they have and, another uh, one of their little conversations mm-hmm. where they're like, "Is it you?" They're both joking but both serious <laughs> uh, at the same time. It. Yeah, yeah. Oh, guilty. <laughs> um, he sticks to landing though. You know, Andy. Sticks yeah, to landing. he asks Phyllis to to not tell Aaron. And Phyllis has a really sweet moment where she's like, oh, I'll just tell her, tell her it's Michael, uh, which, you know, she's already beefing with Michael at this point. Yep. Uh, so uh, two birds with one stone there mm-hmm. um, uh, until Michael ruins it, blows it. And uh, and Aaron is, is pretty genuinely mad at Andy until he he comes through with the 12 drummers drumming. Mm-hmm. I am curious how much that costs to get uh, 12 drummers mm-hmm. to come out and do that. For oh, me. trust fund will take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> and to think, he could have had one drummer for the whole day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just in the conference That's room good. with a snare drum. That's good. Oh, I get the bass drum, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. The timpani? Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. They're all trying to eat, yeah. Once again, I love this. 
that he gives himself the symbols. That's mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. <laughs> In the extended cut, you just get a little bit more of Andy dancing. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what really Aaron is. You know, <laughs> wow, look at him go. Yeah, he can do everything. That guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that's but yeah, fun little side story. It works out. Yeah, the, but job. the main storyline here, what really kicks it off is is we get Phyllis introduced as San- as Santa Claus, um, a very heartfelt uh, talking head with Phyllis. They yes. finally let in you tears. do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice yeah job, I love Phil. when I love when Kevin calls Phyllis Phil. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just those little like you for, these people have been working together a long time. Yeah. You got it, Phil. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's genuinely happy for. Her. Yeah, the scene when she's like, "Oh, I slipped a note to Jim." Like, as soon as Jim's manager, it's like, "Well, maybe I can do this." Mm-hmm. Eleven weeks ago, she said. Yeah, Eleven weeks ago. Yeah, it's like Jim's not going to care, mm-hmm. and that might explain why Jim never even said anything to Michael because it was so long before the party. It's like since September. Yeah, yeah, and he's he like, forgot sure, about you it. Be Santa, then... that's fine. <laughs> forgot. Yeah, uh, but you know, good for Phyllis, and Phyllis, like you said, very heartfelt, and she really is fully committed. To, she comes in with great energy and it stays mm-hmm. there pretty much until Michael shows up. There's <laughs> also something nice too that everyone in the office is excited for her to be Santa. Later yeah. when they have to vote, yeah. they all vote for her to remain Santa. That like if someone's going to play Santa, everyone else in the in the office is like really on board and excited for them to do it. <laughs> yeah, like this, there's a level of buy-in that Michael never has with his characters. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's uh, you know. The Michael comes in right away and is I can't remember what, exactly what he says. He's he's already kind of what being the hell's mean. Going on? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Michael Santa is a little bit cruel. A little bit. Uh, he has a lot of biting comments. Yeah. I mean this 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 storyline plays out throughout the entire episode. Uh, and I mean, Michael. <laughs> Like Michael Santa, he's uh, Michael does this every Christmas, right? Every Christmas episode, he throws some kind of hissy fit, mm-hmm. starting in, starting with the, with the Yankee swap or White Yankee Elephant swap in in season two, where he's just butthurt about how the iPod oven mitt situation went down, and he just mm-hmm. kind of ruins the whole thing. He does this over and over. Benny on a Christmas, he's all over the place. He's bringing people back. He's marking up people with sharpies. He's donating a bike that's clearly his old one. All sorts of things. Uh, Classic Christmas, he changes the entire thing on the spot and mm-hmm. then kind of has a meltdown there. This one, same exact thing, and it's the most little kid. It's just like someone dressed as the same costume mm-hmm. on on Halloween at school, and you're all butthurt about it, and he just can't handle this. Um, and immediately just sets up a chair right next to Phyllis <laughs> and is looking for laps. Phyllis well, as Santa? A woman? Are you insane? <laughs> Phyllis. Phyllis is Santa. There is something I like about this, though. Yes, I agree. Like, so many of these episodes have Michael just kind of bringing everything down with him as he as yes. he um, throws his, his tantrum, I guess. But there is, like, a self-aware little moment. And, like, it's similar in that other episode yeah. where he says, it's easy for you to say, I live in a fantasy land. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh-huh. there's this is one where I understand nothing. He is changing into Jesus, his Jesus costume. He says, I don't ask for much for Christmas. I really don't. He's, like, furiously changing as this is happening. It's not like I'm begging people to buy me diamonds and brooch pendants. <laughs> oh, buy me something expensive or I'm going to kill myself. That's not... I don't care about that. All I want is to be Santa. And you want to take that away from me? Fine. Go ahead. But when you need my help because I am ruining everything, don't look at me. <laughs> it's the most perfect self-aware my calls us. He calls a shot. Yeah. Right. I uh, I love that. Yeah, he rips like the the... Well, the the whole Santa suit, I guess, is reversible to be white on the inside, and then he rips the rope belt like out of some decoration. decoration. I love that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and I love how how like how you know amped up he's getting, and then he walks out and is like, 
Ah, yes, it is me, Jesus. <laughs> he also uh, gets rid of the hat because he puts it in the punch bowl. I love that movie. Oh my it's, gosh. Just, it's just ruining uh, that everything looks for everyone. delicious. So petty. <laughs> and I mean, just I, pu- I d- pushes it in too. <laughs> <laughs> I also, I also don't want us to skip over the competing Santas. So I was going to say, yeah, we should, we should go maybe go back to that moment. But yes, Michael sets up his own chair right outside his office in direct view of Santa, who is. Uh, you know, being Phyllis with the backdrop, <laughs> Dwight is the elf, Ryan is the photographer. They really went for it with that yeah. Yeah. photo it's shoot. Nice, yeah, it's a nice little spot. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and I like, too, that, uh, you know, they even show, like, Kelly sitting on Santa's lap and asking for the photographer. So, like, mm-hmm. they've got it all set up where they're going to do the whole thing. And everybody seems to be participating, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but then Michael uh, is able to get Kevin to sit on his lap. And that's, like, one of the all-time classic Office Christmas scenes. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. And, and an all-time blooper. Because, like... That scene is so funny. They even in the regular cut, they leave and you can just see everyone. Just look at the faces in the background. Almost every single person breaks throughout Everybody's this scene. Cracking and up. it's just in there. They just leave it in there. Well, yeah. they have to they, at they certain points away. the camera zooms or it turns I, I don't know the terminology, but sure. it adjusts in such a way that you can't see Mindy Kaling behind. I, yeah. I'm assuming It'll all like the crop characters it out by the how they like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm assuming all the actors need to stay in the way because of blocking. And continuity, yeah. so they can't move them out of the scene, but they also can't stop them from laughing. So, like, right. at one point, Ed Helms walks like around the corner, so you can't see him anymore. <laughs> yeah, you can see Minnie Kaling like holding her face and looking away. Uh, it's just amazing that like they 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 can't get it otherwise. Meredith yeah. at the end and and B J Novak, which I hadn't noticed before, also at the end all break when Michael is doing his little dead leg. A sleeping yeah. leg, and he's just. Uh, yeah, I think that was the the super fan cut uh, special. <laughs> I think so it was good. also from the bloopers, almost. Like oh, it looks yeah. like it was cut in from the bloopers. Yeah. Um, and because that is in the bloopers, if you watch that, that yeah. Santa's leg is asleep, and he gets up and starts banging it around, and everyone <laughs> loses their mind. It's remind. It also reminds me of this happens in season seven when. Uh, Michael spanks Luke, so I guess that's the first episode. Yeah. Um, where Dwight gets up and spanks Andy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like two, and then every they all go, Phyllis goes Dwight, and then they all start laughing. It's a blooper, but they like cut it just at that right moment to leave it in the episode. <laughs> yeah, that was that was really funny. We actually backed it up through that. Uh, we all got to sit down and watch this together. Which oh was yeah, fun. We, should, we should say that. Um, yeah, yeah, and then I, I, there's a, I mean, <laughs> Michael's whole thing about like. You know, he calls he calls Phyllis tranny claws. He says, "Sit on my lap, and there will be no doubt." <laughs> Another collective oh. collective yeah. groan, which we love, uh, not, not penis not wise. Like penis wise. <laughs> and then he tries to get Ryan, right? I need this. I need this. I need this. You can't pin an employee down on your lap and say, I need this. I need this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, at at one point too, Phyllis pulls Jim aside about this. And there's just a great little thing of don't make me get Bob involved. Yeah. What would Bob do? Never mind. I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> uh, incredible. That uh, we get some payoff on that later too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm. So, it's just, it's a three Santa episode because Bob does show up That's also right. as Santa. So you can only wonder what's going on at the advanced refrigeration and their holiday party. Oh know, man, Leo and Gino are blacked out by this point. <laughs> and I'm then sure. uh, Sue is the party planner down there. Uh-huh. Right? Sue. Uh, goes for it is that what she yeah. says yeah. yeah yeah i know sue she's not that great yeah. you know her husband's in a wheelchair yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> but 
okay, so Michael <laughs> comes out as Jesus. Uh, yes. Applaud, applaud, some applause from Angela. Uh, yes. Some very sm- small resistance by Toby. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or he's promptly steamrolled. Um, and then, you know, we have a little bit of karaoke. Um, no, no, sorry, I'm, I'm skipping around. But uh, we have uh, <laughs> Michael reading, like, commenting on Secret Santa Exchange. Yes, he's just basically heckling. Um, he is a. He's using the karaoke machine. Right. Have you ever seen stand-up shows or been to one where, like, like the or the uh, Doug Benson interruption or whatever that was uh, was called? Just crowd work. Called. You mean the, Doug, no, the Benson interruption? The Benson interruption, where he'll sit on stage like while a comedian is doing their set, and he'll just kind of <laughs> heckle or chip in every now and then. I've seen it <laughs> no, before. Seen that. That's what this felt like. I uh, in the and when I used to do, I did stand-up for like a year and a half, and one of the last times I did it was this format really? where you go up on stage and they have like an established portland comedian and they what? just sit there and like heckle you during your set how oh, did it go holy. it went my set was <laughs> fine like i wasn't ne- i wasn't bombing or anything but it was kind of awkward because he kept he like right when it came up he was like he was like this guy looks just like jake the snake who's a wrestler who died tragically but he had like i just i didn't know who that was and it, it was just this weird, so like he just kept like, making like wrestling and Jake the Snake references. And I just, I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't, I don't know I don't know what to do. Edwin's yeah. looking it up. I've never even looked it up. <laughs> I, I mean, um, and there's some pictures where I can kind of see it, but n- no, I don't think you look like that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm I don't can you give see me it. A, can you give us a smoldering look? It's the mustache. I, I did guess. have a similar mustache. At the time. Uh, okay. I guess it's the mustache. I did have a similar mustache. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what Jake the Snake looked like. Young. Oh, yeah. No, no way. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> well, if you're listening, <laughs> screw you. No, all this is to say, Michael is basically heckling the party as it's yes. happening. And I got to say, I think as far as Michael is a comedian or a stand-up comedian, this is probably his best set he does <laughs> yeah. in the whole show. I can't say it's nice. But yeah. the jokes, his delivery is actually good. <laughs> Where he's completely checked out, just laying yeah. there. Everybody's actually, like, it's mean, but it is funny. It's, <laughs> like, it's delivered, like, with such a deadpan. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, he has no energy left from. <laughs> he's got nothing. Um, we got to talk about his beard, too. We kept we just kept laughing together yeah. watching this. Of like, Oh, yeah, when he's Santa, especially. The outline of the mouth on the beard <laughs> is some, it's so funny, especially the more serious he gets. Yeah. Like when he's looking up at Jim earnestly and he's talking, <laughs> he looks like a Muppet. Like, it's he so really funny. Does. It just looks yeah. really silly. I, like, it's hard to explain it or convey it. I think I mentioned it in the Christmas draft episode last week, but it's so funny to watch his mouth work, with, especially the bottom <laughs> lip with that, that uh, Santa it's beard. so good. It's so good. Yeah, he's he's like, it's insane. A woman Santa, where does it stop? No, Jim, this may be the last Christmas we have here. Doesn't it make you a tiny bit anxious me not playing Santa? Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and then he reveals that he's got uh, ransom note letters in his desk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pam, I keep a loaded gun in my desk <laughs> next to my ransom letters. Uh, yeah, he's. I love like, he's just commenting during the gift opening. Oh, it's space garbage. Dwight's going to get to build himself a friend. Um, (laughs) Stanley, you've been good this year. Yeah, except for cheating on your wife. (laughs) Until Teresa Sin, look it up. Uh, Yeah, Michael's just just flaming the whole party. Um, I mean, what do you think of Michael's move, though? Did you switch to Jesus, turning the costume inside out? I wouldn't do it, but... (laughs) I mean, his back's against the wall there for Michael. That's true. Pretty inventive. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. He he always has to assume different characters. I wonder on the level of, you know, Pam has this sort of Michael scale based on his reactions. And yeah. um, it's like impersonating people is like the last... Um, <laughs> is like the last level or something yeah like that. mimicking people yeah. Or even, yeah. not even impersonating mm-hmm. yeah mimicking yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like yeah, <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so I wonder where this the character change fits in yeah, yeah. right uh, and then he makes this call to David Wallace I mean <laughs> I don't I don't I don't even remember have we done a phone call draft I know we've talked I about it I think we it. did oh. did we I don't know I don't I remember we or not. it's well, been too long I'm gonna look it up here while mm-hmm. we talk but this is one of my favorite openings to a phone call I mean, yeah. in this episode, we get two incredible <laughs> phone calls to David Wallace. But yeah. the first one, David, guess guess who I'm sitting here dressed as? I just like opening a phone call with that is hilarious. Uh, uh, I'll give you a hint. His last name is Christ. We he has the power of flight. Phone call Dundee Awards. Phone call Dundee Awards. Okay. Yeah. So we kind of. Uh, he can mm-hmm. heal leopards. Um, and because Phyllis has usurped my role as Santa. Uh, just, to, <laughs> just all time there. Just... Uh, uh, Michael messing up phrases uh, left and right here. And and David, you know, we can hear David very, very consumed with what's going on mm-hmm. uh, behind the scenes of Dunder mm-hmm. Mifflin throughout this phone call. So they do a good job of of kind of showing and not telling in this episode of like the turmoil that's happening mm-hmm. during the holiday. And we mm-hmm. just get to hear it kind of through David's side of a conversation. I like the very ominous goodbye, Michael. <laughs> David <laughs> ends the phone call. Okay. With. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, this is what... Um, allows uh, Michael to uh, you know turn a corner uh, see see the that he's been doing wrong and and tries to bring bring the party back yes uh, first first the party needed a Santa then it needed another Santa then it needed a Jesus <laughs> now, now it needs, needs Michael, Michael. <laughs> that's one suit Phyllis cannot fit into <laughs> so Michael sends out uh, Dwight with his debit card to get a bunch of pizzas and then he brings everyone back into the conference room in the super fan cut we get this very funny edition of yes uh, Michael trying to get everyone to pretend that they are on their deathbed so that they can say nice things about people. Mm. Um, no one does it right. Dwight uh, talks about how gruesome his illness is, um, <laughs> and they all have to do it in order to get pizza, which I think is really funny. <laughs> yeah. um, but in the regular cut, it just kind of cuts to this line where uh, Michael, uh, similar to branch closing or any other thing where he has grave news that he's not supposed to tell, he just like walks around and alludes to it quite yes. a lot. So, right. um, you know, he talks about. They're the family. Ryan is his son. Pam's his wife. And mm-hmm. Jim, Angela and Phyllis, you're my grandmas. Stanley, you're our mailman. And I just think, how could they do this to us? <laughs> when Michael comes back as Michael, and he's got the the Navy you know, zip-up hoodie on, uh, there's a sereneness and calmness to Michael. We see this. I can think of three examples outside of this one. I can think of when he comes back from christening. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm so glad to be back in a country that has movies again. <laughs> yeah. And then when he comes back from Survivor Man, right? And he's wearing the, he's wearing Dwight's sweater. Yeah. And the way he's sitting there talking, there's just a weird when Michael comes back from what he considers an ordeal, and he needs to save <laughs> some, face a little bit. Some traumatic. Yeah. He just sort of has this feeling about him, and he has it right here too when he kind of <laughs> comes back, and it's very high. He's sort of like I'm. I know what I did was wrong or weird, and uh, I'm so glad to be back here. And he, and he you know, he kind of is able to somewhat salvage his uh, what the damage he's done here. <laughs> it also helps that he's able to cut through David Wallace. He's able to use his powers uh, for 
I don't know if I want to say that he's using his powers for good, but he's using his powers to get through to David Wallace. Um, it's not Sweetie, it's Michael Scott. This is actually, uh, yeah. Jim and Michael, like, here's how their teamwork actually works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you need someone who breaks the rules. Yeah. You need Michael to set up the call and you need David, or you need Jim to actually ask the questions. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. I love Michael's like, he told me where his kids go to school. Like, as if, as if Michael is like pointing out that that was a mistake. I know. He told me where his kids go to school. I call the school, tell him I have a pediatrician. They pass like, secretary. Use my little girl voice. Bada bing, bada boom. Stephanie, would you hop off, hop off please? Yes. Yeah, I like that he's learned yeah. from the phone yeah. call earlier. Hey, that, sweetie, what is it? <laughs> Michael, do you want me to hop off too? What, what the hell is going Get on? Get off! <laughs> And then from this episode, I mean, from this moment, we get the idea that the company's been sold and that David and Alan and the others will be kind of left. And mm-hmm. there's that happy moment, Michael crowd surfs, and then it kind of cuts to a happier ending for this episode where they're singing karaoke, they're giving out gifts. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to see that montage, which is uh, really fun. Nice montage. Yeah. Very nice We've, montage. The warehouse is there at Michael's office, or at mm-hmm. least a few members. The warehouse is... We talked about how they kind of got to the party, right? Which Jesus you don't see went first, down and invited Mike, them. And I think for, for Michael, it was like, "I will invite everyone. Like everyone's the same. Like very much take. Like what would mm-hmm. Jesus? Without considering, of course, that they only have food and everything for the office. We get a great, which is why he needs to buy the pizza later. Which is why he has to buy the pizza. We get a great scene of Madge that has been cut. Uh, that was really good. Yeah, they so call Madge Garfield. Garfield, and she's like, because I've never like not eaten a full sheet the, of... Never like la- finished a lasagna if I see it. Like, yeah. she'll finish the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> and they see her basically, it looks like she's drinking it out Dude. of... Garfield, Garfield. <laughs> Do it, girl. Yeah. Meredith is impressed. Yeah, Meredith this woman like is that. a beast. <laughs> this woman is a beast. <laughs> well, she even says... Can you imagine what that's like that has this power over me? <laughs> yeah. Like for me. It was it was a really nice like comedic like little mm-hmm. scene for Madge it that is. we we don't get. Yeah, she's like, did everyone get a piece? <laughs> and like Phyllis is like, I got mine. <laughs> or uh, 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 Daryl, not Phyllis. Daryl's like, I got my. And and they just been talking about like, oh, there's not enough food. They're gonna eat it all. And it's the most comical. Just like I'm finishing all this lasagna. Did anyone get some? It's like, all right, whatever. It's so funny that she has the presence of mind to ask if anyone had lasagna before she eats the whole. Before tray. Just finish, like yeah. I'm finishing this whole tray. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It is very funny that like. Because we see the office in the warehouse mix quite a bit. It's very funny to see mm. this moment where they kind of have to acknowledge it. They're dancing around it. I mean, um, mm-hmm. Angela says, what am I going to say to Artie? Yeah, it's like, I've never mm-hmm. seen Artie. Right. never seen Artie before. Mm-hmm. heard about him. Yeah. Um, it, it gives the reason, I suppose, for Matt to be up at the Christmas party. But, yeah, like, that, yeah. That, well, that's another storyline that we haven't touched on yet, which is that Oscar in the warehouse. Go Oscar. Go gay warehouse guy. Oscar, mm-hmm. Pam kind of, n- like notices that Oscar's like been like looking at this guy in the parking lot. Um of course he's never like he's that's brand new fun. character for the <laughs> that's show. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Pam is also the one who made the lasagna. Mm-hmm. Which is very funny because there's no other yeah. reasoning for that to be in the episode besides that setup line right. for that's Oscar. Right. Oh yeah. But then yeah it turns out she's the one who made the lasagna for everyone that. always thinks it's a family Why does recipe. This always happen to me? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so that's kind of just like another mini little storyline that we get. Pam is kind of trying to set up Oscar. I think we get a little bonus, like a little bit extra with Oscar going down to the warehouse. I, 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 we kind of see checks. that yeah. in the, but we, like you do see it, but it, it happens really quickly. There they added a, more, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But we um, get the Daryl like that's a pretty good looking guy, and, <laughs> right, and as soon as that, that Oscar's just like, oh, okay. yeah, I'll I'll yeah. see you later. I'll yeah. leave this here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like too that I think. Um, 
they added that he's kind of like asking Angela if he can give out the checks downstairs. She's putting on a big coat. And he's like, he's like, no, please, you're so busy and you're so like cold. It's so cold and you're so petite. I am. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I am. Very much the uh, the Korean spa lady's energy where she's like, they love how small I am. Like, yes, I'm very small. It's incredible, actually, how small I am. Uh, yeah, and that, you know, this one, we've, we've, we've had some breadcrumbs for this story before between Matt and Oscar a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, no, no, nothing, nothing comes out of it, really. There's a... Pam, Pam's pretty nosy about it. She's pretty involved. She, yeah. she really gets herself in there. Uh, at the end, there was always the scene, too, of Oscar getting his name wrong he calls him mark and he and uh and uh pam looks at him and he's like i know what i'm doing but they a deleted scene that we get in the supercut is uh that matt gets his name wrong first and calls him uh victor victor right right. oh yeah we didn't get that before matt so Mm -hmm. it's kind of surprising that he could after how many times pam says oscar yeah, yeah right. Pate, Oscar made it. Oscar Kamir. Like she keeps saying his name. I think yeah. I I think yeah, I kind of think that what we're supposed to take away from that is that he did it on purpose. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And then and and and, and that Oscar has picked up on that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "No, we're this is how we're flirting, I guess." <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, back to um, well, you know what? We better take a, a quick oh, yeah. break, break, actually, and then sure. we'll and then we'll finish up talking about Secret Santa. Mm-hmm. Let's say we do. Your business gets to a certain size, and the cracks start to emerge. Things you used to do in a day are taking a week. You have too many manual processes. You don't have one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers: thirty-seven thousand, twenty-five, and one. 37,000, that's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25, NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. And one, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance. Absolutely free at netsuite.com scott. That's netsuite.com scott to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash Scott. Welcome back to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, already in progress. We're going to wrap up this main, the main topic of this episode, and then we'll move into the conference room. Mm-hmm. So any last thoughts or any last moments we haven't covered from this episode? Hmm. I mean, I, I just, watching it back, I was just so delighted that it was such a Michael-centric episode and, and mm-hmm. such a classic Michael episode formula, you know, that he's ruining ruining everything that he learns, he grows, uh, he kind of saves the office from the, <laughs> from the turmoil that he started. <laughs> uh, of course. It's, uh, yeah, it just, it felt almost like something from... Everyone gets to keep In their jobs. Season. Yeah. Michael tries to crowd surf after that. <laughs> I mean, he kind of does. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, we, we see his boots up Dwight close. singing a contemporary song. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Oh, yeah, the Green Day song. We yeah. all walk alone. 
It's pretty mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> we all do walk alone. Uh, how about uh, Bob showing up? Yeah, that's the only that. other moment we haven't yes. talked about. Michael apologizing, which I apologizing think is really is, nice. Yeah, sweet little moment. Yeah. And Phyllis is still kind of bummed out in Santa's chair. And Michael mm-hmm. gets a full sit on the lap, <laughs> apologizes. You know, I, I've thought, like, it, I, I've thought watching back this episode a few times over the years, not just now, but I thought, I've thought to myself, like, what kind of TV is not compatible with an Xbox? But then I realized just today that Michael is probably talking about that tiny little TV in his living <laughs> yeah. room that folds back into the wall. <laughs> and I can see that TV not working with an Xbox. Yes. Yeah, because like, yeah. no one's playing video games yeah. on this. Yeah. It's like, oh, I got a TV with no inputs on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a TV that might be in, like, a kitchen, you know, where everyone's yeah. cooking. Yeah. yeah. I love this TV. I love this TV. <laughs> that is a great It's so much harder to do drops when I'm with you guys, because I like like look at you i like i want to look at you and like i have all these drops but i can i have to like it's much easier remotely um but i love i just like michael's reaction you called bob like come on phyllis i'm really sorry it was earlier today and just like you okay baby i'm good baby and just right away uh as sean's great draft pick two santa's making out Get a room, Santa. Um, get a room, Santa's. <laughs> um, we should also talk about too about Dwight's Nutcracker. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, first of all, great gift from Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, really talk good. about knowing your audience. Like he lucked out getting Dwight because I feel like he would be best at buying Dwight a gift over everyone else. But getting this thing where like each day gets a new part. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we paused it in the extended cut. You get to see Dwight's list <laughs> of what yeah. he thinks. The thing is, before he that's right finishes Ed, Edwin's pulling it, it up real quick. He, for a while, he thinks it's a gun, you know, and he kind of has it banned. Like <laughs> unless he's the, the last part is a gun, yeah, you don't you have, have a gun. gun. Okay, so here is the list. Certain things are scratched out. Certain things are still available, even though or, or are still being considered, even though they're all very similar. But I'll just read you what we've got: Aardvark trap, beaver trap, gun, chipmunk trap. Possum trap, skunk trap, lobster trap, man trap, lathe, abdominizer, speculum, shoe, puzzle, shoe, spice mill, and then we see one more tooth puller. Tooth puller, oh, tooth yeah, puller. I like I don't that. Know what that last one was. Uh, shout out to uh, the the office art department for I think inventing this. Uh, you think so? Nutcracker. I don't know. I, I it's such a bizarre thing with it the weird with the. With the shoot that i know and i feel like it had to be i think it had to be a custom thing because of the you know the whole joke of it being a gun you know they had to figure out how the pieces would go together him rubber banding it all all together but i you know i I mean i also see like someone had that already existed and someone's like wrote wrote that into the script i'm like mm -hmm. this this thing is crazy and if you like there's like this piece on it looks like a gun this might be, I mean, this might be something they talk about in Office Ladies, so I should throw that out because oh, sure. people might Sometimes send that in. They, yeah. uh, this is a Reddit thing, just a very quick Google search, brings us up this thing from uh, nine years ago. Has anyone ever found this nutcracker? And there is one comment that says, I believe on the DVD commentary, they said it was a one-of-a-kind prop they made. They also said quite a few people mm. wrote them in to asking where you can get one, so you're not alone. <laughs> this other comment says, and take it with a grain of salt maybe, it was a last-minute prop they had to have custom-built after the writers wrote it into the script. This is the final cost to have engineers design and build it in one week was nineteen thousand dollars. Uh, what? That, that feels seems like, like a, a lot. yeah, yeah. I mean, the show had a lot of money, mm-hmm. and and uh, and sometimes stuff like that does. You know, I mean, they could they could add that on Friday and want it on set on Monday, and then you're paying premium like costs. You know, 
for the shop to work overtime to get it oh. done. So you, I mean, you deal with this kind of stuff. I mean, really, th- I mean, really, like you know, this type of thing is like, oh my god, like we are going to have to draw this and then get a quote on it and then haggle and redesign and you know, and even then, yeah, you know. We still don't know exactly how it goes together as a gun, and like, do you actually? I mean, we it's got to it, crack a nut. We on, see it actually be used. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it would be it would be a challenge for sure. The prop master must have been frustrated, but uh, mm-hmm. but I think they succeeded. I thought. Well, it was speaking really of, cool. did the prop master for the office like recently I was pass going away? To say Phil oh, Shea. Really? Yeah, probably should, a Phil Shea. Say, yeah, we should mention oh, this. Shea, yeah. Oh, rest in peace. Rest in yeah. peace. That's sad. It was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. sad too. Mm-hmm. Also, also in the in the in the Michael Shore family, but um, from Andre Brown on Andre, Andre yeah, Brown Captain Holt. Yes, passed away right. too, yeah, which yeah, we should have said last week. I well, think. I think we recorded it actually before. The oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. So the episode came out like the day that we were released. That's I think the news came out. It was some. It was, but yeah, we were we recorded it before the we we knew. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, apologies for being a little tardy on um, yeah. shouting out Phil Shea. Yeah, it was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. Ah, yeah, and and on I mean on Brooklyn Nine Nine too. That Captain Holt, like mm-hmm. I went from that character. Ne- I went from never seen Brooklyn Nine Nine, and like watched a ton of it. And that character <laughs> just rose up my like comedy character so fast. He's really great. It's unbelievable. So yeah, big loss there. <laughs> and he was not that old, right? He was like yeah, sixties. Yeah. Like damn. Mm-hmm. Tough stuff. I think yeah. she was waiting in line at a bank. <laughs> <laughs> Hoo-ah! Yeah. <laughs> I'm ecstatic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, uh, any any other uh, final thoughts on this episode, Secret Santa? No, just a great Christmas episode. It might be my favorite Christmas. It's, well, really it's, it's really up there. I, I yeah. yeah, I want. I almost want to say it's my favorite after after this watch. Mm-hmm. I think yes, uh, it's just kind of perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. I love the little montage of the gift exchange. Like, yeah, they, they do a very good job in Christmas episodes of sort yeah. of just just tying it all together with a bow of like Christmas time. Kelly freaking out over the Robert Pattinson the Twilight, Twilight, the Twilight poster. poster. Yeah, Jim, Jim. Uh, I think Creed just gets a wrapped box and says, "I love it." <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, it's a uh, it's really sweet. Uh, yeah, Ryan gives Toby a kite. Cause oh, because he's, he's reading, reading the kite runner, mm-hmm. and then Toby tries to hug him. He actively moves away from that hug. <laughs> yeah, he sure does. Mm-hmm. And I love that Angela gets fabric, and she goes, "I really wanted this." Yes, <laughs> gray fabric. <laughs> yeah, uh, really, really, really good episode. Good job. Um, good job all around. Very sweet. Yeah. Good job to you guys. God bless us, everyone. Uh, let's head to the conference room. Right now, right now, conference room. Topic: Hopery. Let's go. Sean is leaving the conference room right now. Uh, just need this, okay. He's got some oh, kind right. of tool. Oh! Wow, wow, wow. All right, gentlemen, welcome to the conference room. Uh, what I have here in my lap is a box sent to us from Careful Kayla. with this box cutter. You've you've got a you've got a history. I used this exact box cutter <laughs> to cut through my thumb earlier this year. Oh, a lot riding on this. Sean's opening this box in the studio right now. Uh, we're doing a live unboxing of this gift. Sent it to is. Us. Uh, it's a pretty small box. It says fragile for you, G-Lay. When you do unboxing in the studio, would you call it unbow in the stew? <laughs> 
No, that's ridiculous. Ah, <laughs> uh, in the stew. So Kayla sent this uh, to us. Is that so correct? So Kayla sent this to us, and guys, there are three smaller oh. boxes in here. So I'm going to give one to each of us inside I, the teapot. I have not seen this. Mm-hmm. Inside the teapot is more gifts. These are the sales leads. Oh, these are them. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Okay, you might need uh, might need to pass this around. All right, these are weird. Weird. <laughs> okay. This is great, riveting stuff here on the podcast. <laughs> really good. Really live content. Mm-hmm. This is what they call live tape. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a mug. No. Oh. Mine is a mug. No, about your guys's. <laughs> you need to cut. Oh, I need to cut the tape at another Darryl, place. They're so elegant. Okay, my mug says. Connecticut casual. <laughs> and on the back, it, it has a definition. The type of attire one would wear to a garden party. Oh. A garden party. Synonym, synonym preppy. The term was coined by Andy Bernard, regional manager of Dunder wow. Mifflin Sabre Company. Garden party, a dignified picnic or barbecue, but better. It's quieter. And these and there are rules. <laughs> <laughs> great. or barbecue but better uh i also have that yeah oh yeah same. you got the same same one connecticut casual what's great is at first glance this looks like probably a regional insurance company in connecticut yeah uh it's, it's <laughs> connecticut <laughs> casual mine is different it just says suck on this <laughs> this is a rock no i'm just kidding mine also is connecticut casual. yeah oh, the, these great. are from uh, these are from urbandictionary.com which i did not know was oh. uh Making merch. I don't know you can do uh, Of course, that makes sense. Uh, this is awesome. Thank you so Incredible. much, Kayla. Thank you, yeah. Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> I want to throw a garden party now. I know. Oh, I wonder that if would be really Connecticut cool. Casual is similar to Pennsylvania business. Is there a card in there? <laughs> there, no. Your card is more beautiful than the glove. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no, that's amazing. Thank you so thank much. Thank you for that. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Kayla. When... It, one nice thing about uh, being here with uh, with these guys in, in Sean's places uh, and, and in the room where Sean normally records is he's got a little uh, collection of some of the things that have been sent to us uh, over yes, the years. Yes, my shrine. Yeah, yeah. and it is, uh, it's just it's amazing great. to see it all in person. Yeah, <laughs> I know. yeah just, just real quick, I've got uh, the office trivia game that, that uh, my wife Ryan found at a Goodwill. Uh, Saber water bottle metallic uh, from Alex. Mm-hmm. I have a Dundee Award. With my name on it for most elegant host. That was sent by a listener. Uh, Suck on this rock sent by uh, Thaddeus. Sent by Thaddeus from the Piney Woods of Texas. Um, Our friend Caitlin gave me this embroidered. It's probably the thing I do best. Spilt chili. Incredible. Um, In that little box is a candle from Melissa the Candle Maker. And I have. I've been burning those, by the way. Yeah, they're very nice. You burn them, you buy them. Shout out. Burning them. She's burning. <laughs> um, and uh, notebooks sent to us. I'm pretty sure Kayla sent us those notebooks, too. Shoot buck on the wall. Got a shoot buck on the wall. Danny gave us, uh, our friend Danny gave us the don't drop the soap. <laughs> print. Soap. Don't drop the soap. I love it. It's just twice yeah. on there. There's another note from Anthony and another note from Alicia. So wow. Yeah. Amazing. It's pretty incredible. Uh, that's that's Alicia what, that's what you know, that's what almost five up. years of hard podcast work will get you. Mm-hmm. That kind of shrine. Mm-hmm. And nothing else. <laughs> uh, Let's take a so, long yeah. look in the mirror, gentlemen. So, thank you to everyone who's That's ever a, sent us anything. Uh, I'll, I'll have to. This mug will have to join the shrine. The mug. I do. I have. I have a. I have a poor man's version of that. Uh, 
uh, around my condo, no, um, uh, <laughs> around my recording desk as well with the journals. Nice. And I've been yeah. using, so I'm trying to use your Michael everything. Pillow as as too. I'm burning the candles. I'm using the journal to keep notes, like nice. work notes in. Oh, nice. Um, I, I keep my, my Dundies and my Michael Scott pillow behind the camera, mm-hmm. uh, for all my calls. So mm-hmm. every, and I forget they're there. So every call I take for business, that's in the background. <laughs> and I just forget it's there. Uh, which yeah, is, where's my Dwight pillow? I have to get that. You've got the Dwight pillow. Now that I'm back, there's some stuff I got to go through in storage. Uh, yeah. And bring back. Bring it back to yeah. your. Yeah. Make mm-hmm. your home in Switzerland. Yeah. Yeah. You've made this home a house. <laughs> uh, before we wrap up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got to do a little, uh, little correction corner. I don't sure. know what to call this. Okay. Apologies. The what is Michael? What is Michael? It takes a big man to admit his mistake. <laughs> yes, today I'm is... that big man. <laughs> yeah, that is the name of the statement. It takes a big man to admit it, but I am that man. Uh, so the good news and bad news here. The bad news mostly is mostly good news. Mostly good mostly news. Mostly good news. <laughs> but the bad news being, as as I don't know how many people exactly heard it or not, but uh, I I goofed. I goofed up with uh, editing on last week's episode. That's why it was gone. Two weeks. Two weeks ago. Oh, that's right. Two weeks ago. It was down for a day or two before it came back mm-hmm. um, as, as I had to replace, kind of flush out the new files. But what happened is I, I, have to, I have to edit two versions of this show every week, one for Patreon and one that doesn't have ads and one that does have ads. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not going to get too deep into the weeds here of what happened. But all it is to say is when I initially edit and, you know, like copy the Patreon, I edit the Patreon one first and copy and move it over. When I did that... The unedited version I, I incidentally had copied over because my control C was from earlier after I edited. <laughs> it just was one of those brain farts where I like copied and then pasted, and I thought it had all the edits and it did not. It was uh, it, it was missing that one. So that was my bad. So sorry. <laughs> we, that should have all been cut out. And it was probably really awkward to listen to, and I it, it was it it really hurt my soul knowing that I had put that out as like just professionally just like oh my god that's so that's just such one a, little part at the end of the episode one little it was right part. at the end and i it was one of those things i was like i had a I was dinner reservation i was kind of rushing and it just shouldn't have happened um but but the content because some people <laughs> a lot of people didn't hear it and then there was some talk on discord about it and everyone was like i don't understand it and we were like uh don't talk about it <laughs> so they did it <laughs> uh, kayla like oh my god went, what a hero went totalitarian <laughs> yeah went full dwight like, she yeah. she was dwight bringing the clear plastic or awesome. there's this option which yeah. gives me total control over everyone in the office we gave that power to kayla because uh and sean and i only announced this at our christmas party with all of our friends last night but uh do you want to say it We're, both of us are pregnant both of us are pregnant <laughs> Yeah, uh, we, uh, yeah, amazingly, we our are. Our wives are. Our wives are, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> amazingly, we are like five, six days apart in like it's crazy. our due dates. And, yeah. and it's pretty it's uh, crazy. awesome and uh, yeah. exciting. And it's Pee Pee and Philip are, are being um, <laughs> born again <laughs> we'll be, through us. Yeah, they're getting reincarnated. They'll be here in June. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah this June we're, we have our due dates. We've been fatherhood looming for both of us. This will be the first, at least in mine, this is first uh, child Crazy. and grandchild on both sides of the family. Yeah. Wow. So hence the sort of secrecy with announcing uh, being public about it. We wanted to wait long enough till yeah. we were in a place where it was viable. Um, and now that we've told everyone, now we will tell you, 
even though I don't know how many strangers <laughs> found out before some of our close friends <laughs> through my editing. But luckily, our friends don't listen to the show or no one, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one said anything about it. So yeah, it's OK. Uh, yeah. You know, once uh, after Edwin left, you know, an empty nest, uh, <laughs> we needed to fill that void. That's true. Yeah. When I left, they were like, we really need another baby here. Yeah. We need another. <laughs> we woke up cradling a gourd. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I need someone who lives with me. You know, I need someone to take that place. Yeah. Um, well, I have something more exciting than a baby. This soda. Yeah. Yeah. So it should be um, should make doing the podcast a lot easier going forward. Super easy to <laughs> and, do. Uh, no problem. Yeah. There. No, it's uh, it's really exciting. And congratulations, Alex. And congratulations uh, to you, sir. Thanks, congratulations buddy. to both of you. Thanks, dude. We done a couple little it. baby tunas. <laughs> little baby tunas running around. <laughs> Uh, so stay tuned for more updates on that. Yeah. When Sean and I never launch a launch Can't a parenting podcast. Can't wait to dress uh, the kid up as uh, as Dwight for Halloween, as many of you have done. Yep. Um. <laughs> yep. I'm dressing him up as Nate. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Get him a little you like warehouse uniform. You just, and... Yeah. You need less things because Nate's yeah. bald and doesn't have glasses or anything. He's yeah. just kind of already kind of looks like a baby. Give him a baseball bat and a beehive. <laughs> See what he picks. <laughs> Some gum. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's exciting. Uh, if, you know, all of our listeners who are parents, you know, had kids, that's, uh, we yeah. welcome advice. We need your advice. Send it in. Uh, we'll, we'll get through this together, all of us. How all do you of us? do this? How do we do this? We don't know. I'm reading books. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm like Jim. I'm wrapping diapers over. Mm-hmm. They're Harry Potter books, but Oblong. still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Edwin. <laughs> Edwin's gonna give birth to a watermelon for mm-hmm. us so mm-hmm. that we can practice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I peed on a stick, but it was inconclusive. <laughs> yeah, we really appreciate that, Edwin. It's good work. <laughs> Um, Just remember to mark the baby with only a marking that you know. (laughs) So the baby could be anyone's, said Michael's. (laughs) I I marked him with a Sharpie. Uh, Yeah, anything else? Is that anything else to say around there? Yeah, I think that's about it. Any other news, would you slurp your news? Also, just, I don't say who, but there's, I I also have two other couples that we know closely who are are also due within two weeks and three weeks of me. Wow. So there's going to be a whole whole litter, whole litter of pup of nard of nard pups, mm-hmm. yeah, running around. It's awesome, nard puppies. Well, uh, well, there you have it for uh, today's episode. Um, give us a call and leave us a message at five zero three six nine four nine three one four. We love to play the messages on the show. Uh, email us at mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. Check out our store, mspcstore.com. Join the Discord. Yep. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Michael Scott. Become a Scott's tot for five bucks a month. Get the bonus mailbag episode. Get the main feed ad free episodes. Get the White Lotus party down. Mm-hmm. Uh, biscuits with the boss, the oh, bear uh, episodes. Um, uh, very special thanks to our tots for supporting the show. We love you guys. Very special thanks to Kayla and Brianna who run our Discord. And Whoop. thank you again, ah. Kayla, for the mugs. Uh, thank you to Ryan Lloyd who designs our artwork. Uh, this episode was recorded on location in Portland, Oregon, USA. Mm. And and that's it. Don't say it. I'm reading the script it. here. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us, for interacting with us, for uh 
being on the Discord, for being on Patreon, for the emails, the voicemails, for the the mugs and everything else that's been sent in. It's absolutely incredible. So just appreciate everyone who uh, is a part of this community because the community is the, the best thing. Also, send us. Um, we're kind of gonna next week. I think record a kind of year end review, uh, looking back mm-hmm. on on 2023. And I'm the, not holding back on you guys through the lens <laughs> of the podcast, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna we'll lean on you guys for sort of a mis- listener mailbag type of episode. So that's awesome. You don't yeah. have to be a tot. You call in, uh, call, click, whatever you want to do. Send us an email. Um, yeah. Any memory of the show or any question you want to ask us, whatever, we're going to kind of just do a grab bag uh, mm-hmm. for the end of the year. There have been so. some suggestions about like history of the show or yeah. little stories and, and things yeah, like we'll, that. Yeah, we'll get a little boozy you know, and talk about little games the and last, puzzles. The last little games and puzzles. <laughs> yeah. and we'll go through we'll go through five yeah. years of the podcast. Yeah, if there are any if there are any weird whiskey. bits or inside jokes that we make that you don't know the origin of or what we're referencing, oh, yeah. that's a be this is a perfect time to ask for clarification. Nothing too weird or small. Yeah. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. You can say, if you have any any <laughs> phrases or words or like, I've never understood this, or how do you guys know mm-hmm. each other? We can get into all that. Mm-hmm. Why are you yeah, referencing an episode of a different podcast that came out several years ago? <laughs> I yeah. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> but hey, one other thing that I want to mention, be, yeah. you know, from when this comes out between the next episode, it will have been Christmas. So Merry Christmas. Oh, it is. Happy Merry holidays Christmas. to everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Everyone, yes. Uh Happy Chinooka, as Smokey Robinson would say. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, happy That's holidays, good. Merry Christmas um, to all of you, however you may celebrate. So um, just uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. You are our dream makers. Take care, stay safe. We'll see you next week. Pippity poppy, give me the salad. Yes, yes, sir. Closing time. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Good night. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.